A consistent body care routine is a really important part of my self-care. I feel so much better when my skin is looking and feeling good. It's such a small thing that has a big impact on your overall day for your well-being. A consistent body care routine doesn't just promote healthy, glowing skin. It actually boosts our mental health, too. So give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven seaweed-infused skincare that provides results you can see and confidence that you can feel. Osea's Andaria Algae Body Butter is not your typical body butter. It transforms dry, crepey skin to smooth, soft, and supple skin, and it's my absolute favorite. I use Osea's products religiously, and I have been for years. It really is the best out there. One of the best parts about the body butter is that it's non-greasy. I hate putting on body lotion and feeling slippery and sticky all day, but Osea's body butter absorbs right into your skin, leaving you feeling hydrated and ready to make the best of whatever is next on your agenda. And it's been shown to hydrate you for 72 hours after applying. Skin care is self-care, so this is a habit worth keeping all year round. With Osea, you will get clean, seaweed-infused products from a company with over 27 years of experience, making sure they are the safest for your skin and the planet. All of Osea's products are vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out with clean skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code YOGA at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use the code YOGA for 10% off. Welcome. (laughs) That's your intro. Yes. You're supposed to say, welcome to a brand new episode of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart, with Rachel and Dennis <laughs> on the show today. Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. My husband is here today. Hey, yo. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. my intro. <laughs> That's your intro. Always. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we should start off and say that we are in our tiny cabin and our four-year-old daughter is in the other room watching a movie. Mm-hmm. So we might hear a little bit of surfs up in the background or some nagging from her. Probably the second one. <laughs> Probably the second one. <laughs> Isn't it funny how like, the? I feel like she's really, really good at playing on her own. She's really good at, I don't know, she just listens well. She's just super chill to hang out with. But whenever there's an urgent thing, like I've had that experience these whole two months, whenever it's like, okay, now I really need peace and quiet because I have to record a podcast then she's like mama 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 like everything gets really intense but anyway if you hear anything in the background that's it so I have uh, Dennis on the show it's been a while yep or actually I don't know I just know it's been a while it's been a while since anything it's it feels less of a while compared to the normal while (laughs) (laughs) we were I mean last time we recorded like life was different Mm mm-hmm we recorded in our ho- house at home in Aruba. Yep. We sat in my uh, podcast room. In the Caribbean. In the Caribbean. In my podcast chair mm-hmm. with our cappuccinos. Like I remember that exact moment because that was like the regular life moment. Yeah. And what's, yeah, what's new? A Sweden is new. <laughs> <laughs> life is new. Yeah. How... um <laughs> I don't know. This is one of those things where like our entire lives have completely changed, but it's like hard to, I don't know how to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel being in Sweden? Well, wait, let's back up a little bit. So Leia and I spent almost two months in Sweden by ourselves. And uh, what were you doing? I uh, stayed on the island and renovated, remediated and... What else? Something else that ends with an Asian. With an ediated. Ediated Asian. (laughs) Nation. I don't know. Yeah, I I worked uh, my butt off for for two months. It was three months, but two months without you guys. And how was that? Uh, I never felt as productive. I I never felt so productive in my life. I uh, was working uh, 12 to 14 hours a day. And yeah, straight. Got a lot of shit done. <laughs> Got a lot of shit done. I don't think done. I could have done that if uh, you guys were in, on the island. No. I mean, it was a good thing that we left, but I have never seen you that productive either. Yeah. Yeah. Was it nice to just have a 
like a clear A to Z, here is the goal, I have to accomplish this. Like, was that, yeah, what was? What it was wasn't like that. It We know, like, I know what I wanted or what the goal was for us, but it's a Pandora's box. You open it and you keep digging and it's it's never ending. And then all of a sudden, finally, there was a light in the tunnel and we we figured it out. Yeah. I mean, so in terms of the house, we have a new roof. Yeah. We have... We basically have a new house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we could have torn the house down and rebuilt it? Would that, would that have been like... No. 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 I mean, it's like... It would have taken longer and, and yeah. Just planning and money, I guess. It feels like a new house. It looks like a new house. The mold is gone. Basically. Yeah, to the degree that it for sure can be gone. So there's a thing about mold. It's like you can remediate a house. You can get all the, of course, all the materials that have been moldy, every issue. I mean, we've thrown away 90% of everything that was in the house, every mattress, every couch, every cushion, like everything is gone. Tore out the walls. Like Found the main source. Found the source. Yeah, tell me about the attic. The attic was the main source. Of no. That. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. For you? For me. For me, the attic was like hell. Yeah. Yeah, the attic has, for me, that was the easiest part. For, for you, well, for, for you, the master bedroom was just like the, the top part running down. The, the master bedroom was the, the hardest one for me. So we had two different types of visible mold. Ones we opened shit up. Yeah. yeah. One of it was in the master bedroom, which was kind of harder to dealt with because it's a, it was a problem that would have reoccurred if even if we had fixed it, thrown everything out and just put it back as it was. It was a problem that would have reoccurred, reoccurred because it was from the structure of the building. Like a leak the, there, condensation from the AC. It was, yeah, basically. And in the, in the attic was the normal type, the usual suspect that you would get in Aruba, the, the white. The regular uh, mold. As yeah. The, the, aspergillus. Correct. Yeah. And that, yeah, that was easier to dealt with. It was more known way like, to For dealt me, with. For me, like the attic, just because one, we didn't know we had a fucking attic. <laughs> like that was like a what? I don't know. It just felt like we had a whole area of our home that we didn't know existed. Yeah. That for me was just shocking. Like, and it wasn't an attic where you can spend time or store things even. It was just like a, like a crawl space, but up yeah. under the roof basically. But, and then seeing the mold in there. Yeah, but so tell me that process because people ask about that a lot. Like, what was the process? If you take the attic as an example, how did you how did you deal with the mold? Basically, there's like these big machines that I can't remember the names anymore so that you can breed up there and then you have the HEPA vac that you would have to like full-on vac the whole surface and then do a three-step process where one of it, I can't remember the name of the products, but it was like a three-step like full-on mold process which the mold guy, the mold dude helped me with from the States in Aruba. And once that was done, we actually had a, a local company as well done, do the regular like standard remediation. After so, the first. Yeah, so it thing. actually got done twice. twice. <laughs> but then every surface of the attic is now sealed with some sort of weird sealant. I don't even know what you call it. Latex. Like a, it's like latex. Yeah. We latexed the attic. Basically. <laughs> Anyway, the, yeah, the attic for me was a more of a, a normal situation. It was a some, something that was easy. Everyone who worked in this, it was like, oh yeah, this is of course. And then it was Figure easy to it. fix. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in the master room, we had to like, we had to change a lot of things. Yeah. And that's... Tell me what. We had to change the location of the AC because it was blowing five feet away straight into a blackout curtain, which on the other side was 95 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, 30 plus degrees um, Celsius. And the other side is like 20 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, like 65, I guess. Yeah, like super, super cold on the inside and super hot on the outside, yeah. which creates And then uh, in the morning, we would turn off the AC and roll up the blinds and it's beautiful, covered in there. And then we roll it back down. And yeah, we see a little bit of a spot on the inside and we're like, oh, we need to clean this. And we lived with that. And we're like cleaning that little spot. But then none of us ever thought to look on the other side right, of right, that right. blackout. And that, that was just It hell. was covered in mold. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Black mold. Like the whole inside of the whole structure of the, yeah. of the, of the blackout curtain. Yeah, there was a lot. I mean, probably this. And I've, I've been thinking about this a lot because figuring out that the worst room in the house was the master 
yeah. bedroom makes a lot of sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. Also, why why I felt like you, so you, much like shit. No, you would go sleep upstairs and yeah. feel so much better the next day and then you would... Like, like I, I think I, we had podcasts about this where like we didn't go all the way into it because it was a sensitive subject for you. Like I felt like I had to hold back a little bit on that. But in, in my podcast room, like my sacred space, right? I would do my yeah. practices and everything. We had this really beautiful that we had, had to get rid of, but really beautiful like pull out couch that became um, a queen bed, like a perfect queen bed. Yeah. And sometimes I would go sleep up there and I'm like, I have three dogs in this fucking bedroom and then a six foot four giant husband that's like a heater he's like a heater like he's so warm so hot and then a kid coming in in the middle of the night kicking me from the other and i'm like i can't sleep i sleep so horribly and i always have that feeling i sleep terribly in our bedroom but i would equate it to there's just too much stuff going on like leia comes in and then yeah i don't know it was just i never occurred to me that something was wrong with our bedroom yeah i just thought it was the energy of stuff and then I did, uh, I had a human design reading with a girl. Her name is Erin. And one of the first things she said, she's like, I don't know if you know this about yourself, but you're one of the very few, like small percentage of people who isn't made to sleep with a lot of stuff going on. And you might be a better solo sleeper than you are like a co-sleeper. And I was like, oh my God, because every time I go up into this podcast space and I sleep alone, I would wake up and you would always say like, you're so happy yeah. <laughs> the next day. Like everything is peaceful and everything is chill. Because I would wake up not feeling like I was run over by a truck or something. Like I, every morning I would wake up in the master bedroom feeling like shit. Yeah. And I would blame you for that. <laughs> or, yeah, I would blame, <laughs> or I would blame Ringo or I'd blame Leia or I'd blame whatever. There was always something going on. The wind outside and the dogs are barking. Like, I don't know. But it wasn't that. It was mold. Like that room was making me super sick. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So I mean, so that's, it was a cool process for me from afar it was a cool practice to just let go like of our whole entire house and you just took the reins yeah it was just a shit storm shit storm 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 no it just it just sucked so much money so much uh, like into like an uh for the longest time it was an invisible enemy (laughs) for an invisible thing making me go crazy that i didn't understand and then all of a sudden, there was something tangible. There was something that we could see, you know. Yeah. There was test res- results. There was, uh, yeah, there was all these things that you know what to do with. Like, it started making sense. If something doesn't make logical sense for me, then yeah. I go crazy. Like, I need to understand it. What well, was the turning? Because we haven't done, we haven't done an episode about the mold. I, I really? I thought we did like six or seven. With you on it? With me? No. No. That's what I mean. You and me haven't done. Yeah. Like I have done. I think you've been only talking I, about mold. I spoke about since. mold for like months. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure people are like sick, sick of hearing about mold. No, but you and I didn't talk about the mold. And I had, I had an episode where I shared that I felt really alone. I felt like you weren't yeah. really believing me. I felt like no one was taking my illness seriously. What was the turning point for you where, where it got really real? When I was able to start seeing it, when I was able to see it and understand why it's happening because there's one thing knowing that you have it and not knowing why it's happening like then you're just going crazy in circles but we knew it was there we had the results we had a gentleman help us like locate the source of the the issue and then had like a like a way to um, solve it and once those three steps were in place it was a lot easier for me to like, like to go for it. Yeah. But either way, it, it, it sucked because it's like, it really felt like we were throwing money away. Yeah. 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 I mean, and there's been so many stages to this too. What was the, what was the hardest stage? Like if you look at the year, like even now, so it's, we're halfway through the year, which is fucking crazy. It's middle, yeah. it's almost end of June, middle of June. So January, I got sick. February, I thought I was going to die. March, I was sick. Middle of March, we got the test results from the independent test lab test that I did. We moved out. Most of April, we were fighting, kind Mm -hmm. of. Yeah, (laughs) because we were living in in shitty Airbnbs while our house felt so much cleaner and (laughs) is a lot more beautiful. That was the worst, like paying hundreds of dollars to go to Airbnbs that were just every every drawer you open, it's just 
disgusting yeah and it's just yeah not a great place to live and it's like we have a perfect house that's super clean that looks amazing but it's like we can't be in there that was really hard to but even just those those whole times and then i mean and then may leah and i or beginning of may when did we leave end of april i can't remember yeah end of april i think what was the what's been the hardest couple of weeks like if you look back at this year this half year that's passed 2021 what's been your hardest time when we had to move out that exact moment like those when weeks. we had to move out and when we were like like cleaning all of our belongings that we were able to save so everything that had a hard surface that wasn't like a like a material that you you couldn't clean we were just wiping them down with all these chemicals one by one <laughs> over and over and over for weeks it just it was the worst it was like I repress this. I like almost can't remember that this No, happened. this this for me, like if this happens again, I'm like, I'm out. I'm uh, peace. <laughs> You're out from what? From I'm going to go in a cabin in the fucking Sweden and you guys <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> we trade. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, we can't. We can't go through this again. <laughs> this is like one of those things that you can manage one time, like in a lifetime you can. Bread is life. In fact, my entire family absolutely loves bread. But I like to make sure that what we're eating counts. And if you're like me, you're going to love Hero Bread. Hero Bread makes those same delicious bready favorites free of consequences or compromises. They have remade carby, empty calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams of sugar and protein and fiber. Think of that soft, fluffy experience that you love when you're enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But now it's made to really nourish you deeply. Hero Bread has something for every favorite, including sliced bread loaves, buns, and tortillas. My team tried Hero Bread and said it was the most fulfilling thing ever, but it also felt lighter and healthier. So switch to Hero Bread now and you won't be disappointed. They even have a monthly small batch drops of indulgent favorites like the 2 gram net carb herb croissant or the 1 gram net carb herb cheddar biscuit. Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code yogagirl at checkout. That's yogagirl at h-e-r-o dot c-o. So I think about what we have in Aruba and what our lives are there and the belongings that we have in Terra Shala, which is like one of the shalas at Island Yoga. And I have four boxes there. I have some crystals. I have some books that I've wiped down. Not counting clothes. We have a shit ton of clothes like that. We can be grateful that we got to wash and keep clothes. But I was even thinking like if we moved to Sweden, it wouldn't take that much for us. We don't have any furniture anymore. Like we don't, what what do we have? Do you like, we don't, we don't have our bed. We don't have any of our, we don't have our, we don't have anything. We we have Leia's tree house. Leia's tree house. Leia's like really pretty bed we have. Yeah. And we have my bikes. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God we have your bikes. Your com- your big computer. My big computer. <laughs> Are we going to itemize everything? No, we're not. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, but it would be very easy to make the transition and move somewhere else is what I was getting at. And this would be a, a point that it would be able to happen. Yeah. If we're ever going to move, this is kind of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So you finished the house. We decided to Airbnb the house. Technically, like you slept in the house in the last week. It was really wonderful. Like that, the moment you could be in the house and everybody could be in the house without masks and protective gear and shit. We could have been in the house for the last three weeks, but then I still had to like order beds. I had to like, it, it was like, you can be there. It was safe and everything. It was just, we didn't have things to live in on. It or, was empty. Yeah. 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 And then you stayed there before you came and we decided to, because this is the moment, all of our personal belongings are out. The house has never been prettier. Yep. That bums me out a little bit. That it's never been more beautiful and more like renovated. And all the little things that were broken that I always wanted to fix. Everything is perfect now. And we are airbnb the house for the time being while we decide where to live and what to do. That's correct. And how's, how's that bit? That's like a new thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's still the beginning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have to figure it out. We have a couple of bookings, but we have to see. Because if if that happens, if it's actually a, 
I, I don't want to call our home a business, but if it turns into like a good source of income, I don't know if we should move back into a big house like that. Maybe we should find something a little bit more modest. So that we can make money. <laughs> so we can keep making money. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's it would be nice if with this Airbnb thing, yeah, we can get some of our money back because it, it was a huge it was a huge dent. It was a, yeah, we broke. We broke. <laughs> We're broke now. We're broke now. So if you want to take a vacation in Aruba so we can make our money back, come visit and stay in our house at our Airbnb before we, we decide what to do with our lives. Yeah, but that's a feeling. It's a good feeling that we can move back anytime. Yeah, like that. Or feeling. we just go back home. Yeah, yeah. That feeling is. It brings me. Yeah, even though it's probably not where we're leaning toward. Do what we're leaning toward doing. It's a feeling of. It's a feeling of relief. It's a feeling of being able to relax. It's a feeling of, like Leia's childhood home, our home that we put all of our hearts in. Like we can. Yeah, safe. It's safe. We can move back anytime. Yeah. Yeah, but now. We're thinking to, um, yeah, we're thinking about the motherland. The motherland. <laughs> how are you? Uh, how are you liking Sweden? Um, it's it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice means it's well. Well, that's not grammatically. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I always like Sweden. So something I guess all of you know, but I'm like i'm gonna assume you guys don't know is that i i'm 35 and i lived 35 years in aruba i've never lived anywhere else in the world and i always wanted to move away not move away but i always wanted to live abroad i always imagined it being one or two years but you never know and uh, every time i come to sweden it really feels like uh, coming to a home coming to a secondary yeah I haven't been here, I think, in three years and just biking here from city to city and getting to know it, like, the in the roots better and just going back to, like, your dad's little town where he has, like, his office and it's just, you know, I've been coming here for 11 years. It really, it really feels nice to be here. And you fit in here, too. Apparently. Apparently. Everyone who sees Dennis is like, Dennis, man, you look so Swedish. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is about. Like, no one ever sees you in a sweater and shoes. Yeah, I don't know how... <laughs> so those are all contradicting because I don't know how you look Swedish and then you walk around barefoot, board shorts and like a... I don't know, A yeah. shirt that they don't sell here or... <laughs> <laughs> but you are like all or nothing. You're either like weed whacking barefoot like a true aruban or you're like walking through the forest in flip-flops with no clothes when it's cold and leia has like a jacket yeah or you're wearing this like very swedish looking cute little sweater and shoes and there's something about your hair and like i don't know like the, when you put on like cold weather clothes you look super swedish you yeah can. with sweaters i can see that but i can't go in the water for instance <laughs> It's way too cold. Yeah, I don't know. We finally got a thermometer. So when I came here, it was six degrees. Like, because wow. people here were measuring and other people who were like braving the super cold. It was six degrees Celsius. Okay. It's 18 degrees Celsius. Or it no, was yeah. yesterday. It was yesterday, 18. Yeah. yeah. Might even be. And yesterday was like a little colder than normal days. So we might even have like 20 degrees Celsius, which is Swedish summer waters. Like it's super warm. It's really nice. And Dennis got a full body wetsuit. For distance swimming. <laughs> yes, but any Swedish you... <laughs> any Swedish person who was gonna do distance sw swimming would have had that wetsuit on. But would they FYI. also would they also like dip like more than their toes into no, the water? No, no, they, like <laughs> if they it? if they go for a dip or a little swim by the dock, I'm sure they're in their speedos where is, or where is your little dip or swim by the dock? I'm not Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> but if they went for the swim that I did yesterday, they would have had that wetsuit on too. Are you sure? Yeah, 100%. Okay, 100%. Okay, okay. It's really funny because I swim like three times a day and I've been swimming since it was you six degrees. You dip three times a day. No. Yeah, okay. I'm not training for any Ironman. I'm not swimming kilometers. Okay, I go for a mini <laughs> swim and then I dip and I go back up. But three times a day and I feel like it's so warm now. I'm not even enjoying the swims as much because you don't get that feeling in your body the way you do when it's Winter? 10 degrees or yeah. When it's really cold, that feeling of like, oh, there's something, apparently there's something that happens to the vagus nerve and like a whole 
process in the body after the cold dips like cold plant i mean you know wim hof all of this it's like super popular now and now it's too warm like i don't get that feeling i mean i still love it i still swim every day but i don't get that same feeling and then it's just like <laughs> like you were trying to make leia swim the other day because she hasn't like actually swam she's just dipped and then she was on the ladder and she's like i don't know it's so cold i don't know if i can do it i don't wanna and then it said leia go swim to mama right now and papa will dip too and she went okay and she just <laughs> jumped in and swam to me and then it was like no <laughs> it's not that bad no it's afterwards it's great it feels really refreshing it's just i can't but i have this problem in aruba too yeah in aruba too when leia's like come on let's swim and he's like oh, taking yeah, 25 like minutes yeah <laughs> to go into the water <laughs> once we uh, i mean if we move here and we have a sauna. It's also different. That I've done. Yeah. Actually. Dip I, in the cold and then I've go into the I've done the sauna warm. thing, yeah. 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 I think it's rare. I mean, most where we are, this cabin, it's more like a... Like it's a vacation, like a summer home. Most places like this would have a sauna. Like apartment buildings in Stockholm, in the cities, like have saunas. Like everyone yeah. kind of... Like a sauna is not a luxury thing. It's just a Swedish thing. So not having a sauna here. I think people think it's a little weird to swim a lot and not have a sauna when it's cold. Really? Yeah. But do you think you could, um, I mean, everybody wants to know, could you see yourself like living here, actually moving here? In Sweden? Yes. This is a two-part question. In Sweden, yeah. In Sweden, yes. Easy. Check. Uh, <laughs> and in this beautiful property that I have fallen in love with here? In a regular house on this property? Yes. <laughs> in a little cabin? <laughs> sleeping with all of us in that one bed i don't know how long i can do that <laughs> also five times a day you hear dennis go boom ow. oh yeah i hit my head every i have like bumps and scabs on my head because it's so small <laughs> just i walk into the building i hit my head into the lamp and then i go to the bathroom i hit my head into the like the top of the, the and, door. yeah and then i go up to the loft like one of my shoulders has scabs like from like hitting my shoulder onto the ceiling how, how high like how is the door the door to the bathroom i can't walk into the bathroom without like i think it's five out. five in feet maybe uh, 160 yeah 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 like i i have to really yeah. cower down to like get it. and then in the bathroom you can stand up it's just the door like the door frame it's yeah. super low yeah i don't know what they were thinking because <laughs> no, but... all the other door frames are normal <laughs> i think it's this this cabin it's from the seven end of 1700s so uh, maybe i think people were shorter 300 years ago for one of the doors yeah it's a little unclear i don't know <laughs> i don't know but i mean the dream okay so i know people ask this all the time like are you gonna get to buy the house are you gonna get to buy the property we still have no answer it's still a hard maybe it's like 50-50 at this point. We have most no definitely maybe. Yeah, it's most definitely a maybe. So we still don't know. We still don't have any more input. I have kind of... But that's the thing. Like you, you're like all or nothing. You're like, oh, if this is not happening, I'll go back to Aruba. And then I'm like, either we commit to Sweden and like figure it out or we commit to Aruba. But, yeah, but I, the thing, I don't think the it's fair either. Like this, I committed to this land. I feel like the land committed. You committed to, me. to Sweden no. before you knew this land existed, though. No, you're ready to move into your brother's farm before <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to heal. To like, I needed to escape mold hell, and I'm like, I need to, I need to find some cold water in a forest. I don't care where that is. Like, I was ready to move into, like, my brother has a. It's like a run down. It used to be a farm. It used to be a farm. Like it used to be a bood. I don't even know how to say that. Like a barn, kind of. Yeah, that was like. It, he was like, it's not good. It's really gross. Like, no, no, no. I, I mean, you can't even like go into the bathroom there. And I was like, we can figure it out. Like, I was ready to live, however, just mm -hmm. to have a place to live. But Except I was, not, I was not ready to move in with my brother, though. No, you were, you were ready to move <laughs> like here for good, good in that little barn. Not for good. No, it no. felt like that. Not for life, but I mean for at least a year or two. No. That's what it no. felt. This was when you and I weren't communicating a lot. You were still in mold hell. Maybe. No, I wanted some a place for like the three months or four months that we're going to be here where, where I knew we wouldn't have to move and jump around, but we where we would still be okay. Yeah. And that place just, I mean, yeah, you couldn't, literally couldn't enter the bathroom. It was really gross. So I didn't commit to Sweden. I committed to, I need to, I had this feeling I need to be in Sweden to heal from this. I need to be in Sweden yeah. to get away from this long, slow moving trauma of like losing the house and all of our things and being sick. So I didn't feel 
Yeah, I didn't feel the, that It was way. at that point where people were telling us that you have to tear down the house. Yeah. Like it yeah, was... Yeah. Uh, Burn it down. Like it, it, Like we were talking to specialists in Aruba who didn't see the house, just hearing our stories. And I don't know. And they were trying to explain that a lot of times it's cheaper to just start specialists over. Specialists in the States, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that haven't... Like they were talking from other experiences. Yeah, like we did find out that it w the extent that we thought it, that it was that it wasn't that as bad no. like actually when the mold dude came to the house was like yeah we can, you can figure this out yeah. this is not a burn the house down kind of situation at all and we're really glad we found that out before we lost before we went into debt to work with the american companies <laughs> like yeah. that would have not been okay but i mean no it was that feeling of something is calling me you know i have to i have to get to sweden i didn't expect to at all like the first place we go it turns out to be a place where like this was the place I would close my eyes and dream of. And I'd never seen this place before. Like this was the dock. This was the water. This was the cabin. This was the place. And as soon as I set foot here, it was like the land was just took a hold of me. Like this is where you're supposed to be. And I don't feel like that about Sweden as a whole. Like I'm not ready this whole time we've been here. I have not been on like a, a website or a realtor site. Yeah, but that's or, for... It's like for beginners. <laughs> I haven't inquired into any property anywhere because I'm not interested. Yeah. I, it's not like I want to live somewhere in Sweden. Let's find a place we like. It's like this place is calling my heart, my soul, my roots. Like that's what I feel like. And if we're not, if they don't want to sell and we can't live here, then I don't have a, I, I feel no longing to like, oh, let's start to find another place in Sweden that we love. Then it's like. And then we go back home to Aruba? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe we should talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do? Like, I uh, I mean, this land is okay. It's nice. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> I only have it. I can only compare this. Is this is Dennis's sarcastic. Uh, like. <laughs> well, we're, we're, for people that doesn't know, Rachel's dad has a little island too. And that's the only comparison I have. Like, so they're similar. They're very pretty but it's like all i know is like a lot of water like Sweden patrick means was water. saying like dennis needs to like know what what it's like to be a normal person he can't just compare like my dad has a very 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 nice place it's a dream of dreams it's like this place but 360 degrees water because it's yeah. its own island and then this is like compared to that this place is also really beautiful <laughs> and i'm like dude compared to anywhere in the world this place is utopia like it's paradise i mean it would be good if you spent a year in a small apartment somewhere in the city let's do it no no let's do no, it no no <laughs> i always wanted to live in a city and the special thing about this place it's not just like i this to me is way more special than my dad's place even though my dad's place is more luxurious and yeah you know, i'm just talking about land i'm not talking about buildings yeah. no i it's it's beautiful it's pretty yeah it would be great if we can figure it out but my my point was that i don't feel like it's this or nothing my point is like we have to choose first are we living in aruba or are we living in sweden yeah. that's point number one if we're not living here then i need to start figuring shit back out in aruba to make sure that we have a home <laughs> but so <laughs> because school starts quite so, soon so if they say yes and they want to sell to us then it's probably still going to take a six months period before we can actually buy it or something it's like you don't you don't like hey let's I purchase no you can like i have a different vision but if they would say yes obviously the long-term plan would be to build a size house where you don't hit your head five times a day like, with normal size doors with normal size door frames that would be the dream but either way that would take time right it would yeah. take time to all of this is going to take time but if by some magic i have to like knock on all the wood as i say this if they decide that yes they want to sell like are you are you going to be happy about that are you going to be excited about that are you are you like this i could live anywhere in sweden do you feel some sense of belonging here i mean you've been here a week i i i've been here a week so it's harder for me to answer that question to this property but i do have a sense of belonging to this country yeah so so that's why i'm saying like either we commit to sweden or we just don't but yeah i don't want to I don't know. I don't want to put like all of this pressure on this piece of land. It is also um, you. That's me like, as a person. Yeah. Don't jinx it. We we don't want to just want this place. You have to also like yeah spread your, spread your longing around a little bit. Not only that, but no canta gloria. 
as they say it in the popular mind, it's like don't don't sing glory before. <laughs> don't ropa inte hej innan du över bäcken. It's like before your dreams have come true, don't like yeah. yeah, don't jinx it basically. Yeah. Yeah. So you biked here the other day. Yeah, I biked from here. I went through I think five cities. <laughs> <laughs> I took like a long excursion to get to your dad's place. I know it wasn't that long, 80 kilometers. We swam here. That was super nice. Swam from the dock to go to like this. It's only nature. So you swam from one point to another point where it's like all how do you say rocks? I guess yeah, cliffs and little. And the other day, which was really nice, was that uh, me and Leia we got to go uh, rowboating mm-hmm. to the to the island across, <laughs> which is also like a nature preserve place. So it's like all the yeah, it's like nature within nature. Within nature? Nature, within, <laughs> it's like nature inception. I still have to go do a run though. I think the trails here would be really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But could you see yourself living this kind of nature life? Ah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, wasn't I mowing lawns and shit? You're mowing the lawn. You're just... You're I sound... fixed the barn. I fixed their broken barn. <laughs> he fixed... Dennis is so proud. He fixed the one with one screw, the broken by hand. By hand, not the with machines. The broken barn lock. I fixed the broken barn. You're making it sound like you built a barn or like you renovated. I mean, it wasn't. It was <laughs> the totaled. door. It was the lock <laughs> on the door that he fixed. I know. No, you're just playing it down a little bit. I mean, I was saying the other day, like talking to my friend, like he he seems like he really loves it. Like every day I see you relaxing a little bit more. Every day I see you lying in the hammock, like enjoying the Swedish weather, you know, like... I mean, I am a small town boy, like mm-hmm. coming from Aruba, it's all quiet. So it's, it's, it feels similar. It's not, I'm not, it doesn't feel out of my element. No, you no, know, you are like a country boy at heart. But so my, my, this is something my dad used to say. And I, you always were offended by this a little yeah. bit. You remember this? When we you met... You called me a farmer. No. <laughs> when we met, I think what he was trying to say was that you're like the assault of the earth kind of guy. That's a really good expression for this. Like assault of the earth, like a person who's just very grounded and very genuine and, you know, and, but what he, what he said was like, you know, Dennis, if he was Swedish, he would be one of those guys who lives in the country and drives a tractor with a cap on and backwards. And if you were to call one of those people <laughs> with one word? Like farmer boy. <laughs> that is not what he meant. He meant like a salt of the earth kind of guy. But what he said was like, if you were Swedish, you would be a farmer boy, which to me is like a dream. Like I want to be a farmer. I My dream is to literally to, I don't yeah. want to have, I don't want to have cattle or, or animals or that. I just want to be like a self-sufficient you want to grow farmer. what you I want to I want to grow what we eat. Like I would love to yeah. be a farmer. To me, that's the dream. But the way you interpreted it when he said that, like ten years ago, was like, why is your dad 11. telling me like eleven years ago? Why is your dad calling me like I'm but, sort of some sort of country no? I remember boy. I remember that day. I think your dad had the construction going on at his house, or he needed firewood. Something was happening, and I came to his house and. I didn't even I didn't even really care to go in so much. All I did was like saw the pile of wood that someone was working on and I went to help chop wood or be- yeah, I can't yeah. remember. Anyway, so it must have come from that. Yeah, I don't know. he was like, here's a good strong pair of hands here. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, my dad, my, dad, my dad likes you more than he likes me. It's unfair. <laughs> it is really true. To me, this is like, Yeah, it really depends on your perspective. You know, if your perspective is you want to live in a city and you want to have a cafe with new barista, amazing espresso to go to every day and you want to go shopping and you want to go to a museum and you want to live that kind of like city life, then this place is really far away. It's like, yeah. yeah. And then I was on the phone with, like I was talking to Shuba today with another friend. She was like, so this paradise that I'm seeing on Instagram, like, oh my goodness, where is it? And I'm like, it's 45 minutes from Stockholm. She's like, what? That's nothing. Oh my God, that's the dream. <laughs> what? You have the paradise, but it's right by the city. So anytime you go in and if you want to live the city life 45 minutes, it's like, it's never going to happen. It's way too far. It's crazy. You know, how do you feel about that? Are you, would you be okay being like a country person that visits the city or do you still because you always used to envision yourself as a i always wanted to live in a city because of living in a country my whole life like living (laughs) on a little island where nothing happens but i wouldn't know how i would do in a city if that makes any sense 
Mm-hmm. Like here, I feel like I have more experience of how I was raised and how I was brought up, how I could, you know, you're we're used to land, like in Aruba too, you're used to having a property compared to a city where it's just apartment living. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, I don't, like I know how I would do here. I don't know how I would do it there, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm you know yeah. but i still would like to do it one day <laughs> <laughs> so the actual utopia dream of dreams would be to have this parasite parasite yeah this, we need parasites in our lives <laughs> this paradise place in the country but you would have like an overnight apartment in the city or something like that well that sounds i think that sounds like things like, that we can't afford no obviously not but and i'm just trying to like wrap my head around your dream no i don't know talk i a lot about i need routines yeah that's it i need routines i need to know like we would have an office here, of course. Then I don't know if the office would be in Stockholm. We have an office in Stockholm. We again. have a Stockholm. We have. A Stockholm. <laughs> oh shit! By the way, we have a Stockholm office. So <laughs> probably drive later to school on my way to Stockholm and be yeah. at the office, and then come back and see how that routines goes. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 very easy. Like we're here on vacation, so it, it's. It's harder to imagine if you're not in your regular day-to-day yeah. routine. But even our day-to-day routine at home in Aruba, it's like I never leave the house. No, you work from home. I work from home. I don't like leaving the house. I don't like going to the grocery store. I don't even like going out for dinner. Like I don't like to leave at all. And I love to leave. And then it's like takes Leah to school every day and then does all his errands and then goes to the to the studio and then goes to the cafe and grabs a coffee and you're always out and about. So we are different in that kind of yeah, routine. Yeah, I, I f- do feel I'm built that way. Like mm-hmm. I'm always going from one place to another place. It's just even like now, for instance, if I wanted to do something with Leia, I'm going to like, oh, where can I take her? That's like my immediate like, yeah. like thought. And I'm like, what can we create here in the garden? Like what kind of adventure can we have like in the yeah. woods here? Or can we have some sort of arts and crap moment at home? Or And here, uh, speak of the... <laughs> Speak of the cutie pie. Hey, Leah, we are recording a podcast. Would you like to say something? You don't want to watch the movie? Okay. You want to join us for the podcast? Okay. Come. You want another movie? Papa, can you put another movie? Just in time for our commercial break. (laughs) Are you ready for spring? I sure am. Over here in Sweden, I make it my business to get outside and get some sunlight on my skin each and every day. But in the winter, that can be really hard, and your body will feel the effect of that. Did you know that 97% of women ages 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet? Luckily, Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. Ritual is a clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 plus with high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. You get nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption. And the best part, you can trust what you are putting in your body because Ritual has the USP verified mark. That means that the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. And only 1% of supplement brands are able to get this mark. So it's a big deal. Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified B Corp and made traceable. I have taken Ritual for years because of reasons like this. I love knowing that the ingredients in my vitamins are actually doing their job. Otherwise, what's the point? No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash yoga girl. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash yoga girl for 25% off. So truth truth to all of this could be we might get a no. For me, it's if we can't, if we're not allowed to, if we can't buy this property the closest thing for me it's closer that we just go back to Aruba and Leah goes to school where she has a spot in school right yeah and then next year maybe we try for Sweden again or we see where life kind of takes us like that seems more realistic than to start to try to find another place that we would love as much as we love this place yeah 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 and I don't want to think about that well (laughs) you know I'm gonna have like a I'm not gonna have a nervous breakdown you know I'm gonna grieve if if we if we don't get to stay here okay okay will you take care of me when i grieve (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, let's uh, figure that out because uh, I need to uh, put things into motion, if anything. Whichever Which, direction, whichever we, direction go. we go. Because yeah, yeah, we're like yeah. literally one foot in, one foot across Atlantic right now. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people that have asked me to ask you i mean this is like a couple's question but for people who are going through like a mold related situation run <laughs> look for the highest hill why to run for the hills <laughs> why do you have to run up the hill why can't you run down the hill i don't know is that not in the saying i don't know run for the hills i, I guess look for the highest hill and run there okay that's that is this advice but what is your advice and i mean i guess yeah specifically around this like would you have done something differently before like, like i mean obviously don't get mold yeah that, that's the that's the advice of the hour the one from our bedroom we could have like prevented we could have prevented what we didn't know we didn't know. we don't yeah. know when people just didn't know when they installed that they didn't see it as a problem. For the ceiling, I guess, to be honest, I think one in four people in Aruba has that problem. They have the same mold. Yeah. yeah. It's very common. In the US, they say one in three, like buildings, apartments, homes are water damaged and have mold. I'm sure. I'm and sure it's, it's a, a lot, lot, lot more yeah. common. Yeah. Not everyone is as prone to getting sick to it mm -hmm. until you really get sick and then you're fucked. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I have no advice. I just wish any one of you never to go through this ever in your life. <laughs> <laughs> in anyone's life. But I mean, we had a lot of people write that said that after listening to the show or finding out more about mold and things like that, they figured out that, oh, wait, this is why I'm sick. Or wait, this is the, the room I, I can never go into because I feel like shit when I'm in there, like that they found something. How does that make you feel that you cost them a lot of money? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel good and bad because I feel good that it's good to know. Yeah, like, it's of nice course, to have answers. Of course, you need answers. You need awareness. You can't fix what you don't know is broken, right? But of course, it also sucks to find out that you have this massive issue that you have to deal with, especially if you don't have the funds, if you don't have the support and the, or the ability in your life. But you want to you want to not be sick. You want to live in a healthy home. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the literally the only way. The good news, I guess, is that it is solvable. What felt like like when you and I were in the Airbnb, like the first Airbnb when we just moved out and we had no clue where to start. I was we were just crying waiting. We were just waiting day. for answers waiting for appointments, waiting for consultants to get back to us, waiting for quotes, waiting for, like, we didn't, we had no clue. Yeah. And there was a lot of long, long moments there where I felt like this is not going to be okay. We're mm -hmm. just going to lose our home or stay sick forever or like none of the, or, or fight till we divorce or something because we yeah. fought so much in the beginning. I mean, but sitting here now, like we are okay. Yeah. Do you feel good? In what way? <laughs> You're so, you're so, you're so deep. There's mm -hmm. so, 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 How do you mean? so much, so much detailed depth and wisdom coming out of you right now. <laughs> how are you feeling? Like, I how do you feel physically? How do you feel spiritually? Like, how do you feel about this scenario being here now compared to where we were a couple months ago? Like, how do you feel? Like health wise, I, I would say I feel like I personally, I never felt that I, I was sick even though the results said I was fucked. So health-wise, I don't know. I feel the same. Spiritually, I don't know how to answer that question because we're kind of uh, up in the air. We don't know where... We still don't know what's happening with our lives. Mm. It's it's the middle of this year and we still don't know what's like what's happening. Leia is supposed to start school in August and it would be nice to have like... <laughs> a decision. A, an answer there, especially for that sake. We Did we say that we visited schools today? No. We visited some schools today here to see how it would be. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And how did you, what did you think about that? Mix. I felt mix. It, it makes you, it makes you appreciate all the things that people here have in Sweden, that they have like the school system or the schools that we saw that they have here. But at the same time, it makes me appreciate what we have in Aruba a whole lot. Yeah. It's, you kind of see really what you're both. missing. What's and you're good kinda, and what's not good. Yeah, yeah. you kind of see what you're missing in Aruba and then you're kind of seeing what's, what's missing here in Sweden. It would be nice if they can just have a little chit-chat and then... And figure it out and yeah. find it's perfect. <laughs> but I'm wondering, and we are new to this because we have a four-year-old and I know once your kid, you're like, you, you're six, seven, eight, you start to actually commit to a real real school well in Aruba like, what are the systems like overall? I mean, Aruba versus the States versus Sweden. 
I think this. I think there's a lot of flaws in every school system. For sure. Yeah. For for sure. And Leia is going into like a fancy Montessori school in Aruba, which is not considered like a the normal. Regular, it's no. not considered the no. normal kindergarten. But at the same time, in Aruba, at the age of four, we have a thing called Lehrplicht, which is like you're, you have to go to school. It's mandatory to go to school. No one can stay home from the age of four. So I if no, it was four from the age of four. What? So, yeah, that's why. Why didn't I know that? Because you don't go to those meetings. <laughs> no, I hate those meetings. <laughs> but uh, when, uh, for instance, n- n- before now it was not necessary, but before, like, we wouldn't need a letter from the teacher saying that oh she's allowed to go on this uh, vacation because right, right, right. she's supposed to be in school. Yeah, but we always said like this school where we were where we were or are in Aruba it's an anom- anomaly. This yeah, is not the standard. It's beautiful what is going to happen when she turns seven and she has to go to real school? Like which school would we choose? Is any of them going to be feel good? That's a good? problem for future Dennis and it's Rachel. It's a problem for future Dennis and Rachel, but it's coming up quick. We're like two and a half years away from that being yeah. the case. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, in a half a year, a half a year ago, we still had a house. Uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> you mean things can change really quickly? Well, if you want to see it in those words. <laughs> things can blow up in your face really yeah. quickly? Yeah, yeah that's what she said. No, what was the question? I was answering questions. About the school. Like, what you thought of the school? And certain things no, are I, good I, and certain things. Yeah. Yeah, we, we visited too. We're going to visit some more. Like, we need to get the feel for things. For like, instance... What's the one, vibe overall? One of the schools that we visited today, it was... They had a soccer field. They had a basketball um, court. They had a huge playground. Huge playground. and Everything is wooden. It's in the forest by a lake. Coming from Aruba, yeah. we don't have that. Yeah. We just have a classroom. But know? that's crazy. And here, it's like every school has a soccer, yeah. soccer pitch. I'm you sure in the have... States, it's like that yeah. too. But yeah. in Aruba, it's very much minimal. And then you go, you go home at one. It's a building and then you go home. Yeah. You go home and then you figure it out. And it's up to the parents to put you in after-school programs or trainings or arts and crap something yeah. yeah yeah here here it's not the case at all like yeah so that's what i really uh, like about here like they really hold you and then when school is over if you're not ready to pick up your kid there's fritis which is like the after school which is usually like a separate building or a program at the school yeah and the kids are really held and safe and i mean this place like the first place we got to they were building a lodbil what do you call it like a car like a car that you make from a wooden box okay <laughs> in sweden it's a thing <laughs> they're building a car and the teachers are there like sawing wood with the kids. The kids get to saw. They get to like learn practical things. They're like they're out under the trees in a little patch of wood of the woods. Like it's super beautiful. The other school, like Leia just joins this group and they're just sitting there under a tree like with with sticks and twigs and yarn, like making art from things they've found in the woods. Like it's just a whole. She brought back a stick lady. <sighs> she brought back a stick figure stick lady she called her no i mean it's just all very wholesome and very precious but then there's also a component to that where just the system of they have to each school in sweden has to follow of course the swedish system the same way like aruba has their system in the u.s have of what they're supposed to learn and how that's supposed to happen and the curriculum i guess the curriculum and how you know if it's not montessori which you can't you can only do for a certain amount of time here you have to sit in a at a desk yeah. For like eight hours a day and just sit there and listen. Like that system, I don't... That's what I grew up with. Yeah, but I grew up with that too. It sucks. How many kids are actually made for that? How many humans are made for that? It's when that's not... To me, it's not an organic, natural way to learn. Yeah. But that's that's what it is. And that made me a little depressed. Like eventually, wherever we are, we will have to conform to this like traditional... I don't know. Or maybe by then it's changed. Maybe, maybe we start our own school yeah no thank you maybe we homeschool no thank you <laughs> maybe we we're trying to get her out of the house <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah this is a problem for future and yeah and i would love to hear from people listening just creative solutions to like i would i guess what we haven't done is have enough conversations with parents around schooling we've been in this like kid years i mean anytime anything anything below four you're not thinking about school she's just playing everything is play yeah and now it feels like a big thing because wherever we commit we're also committing to this idea of education which is fucking weird Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. fast forward to the end of 2024 think of your goals 
What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks. So just imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have always loved learning languages. I speak four fluently. They're so interesting. And I've even noticed that sometimes the language you speak can influence pieces of your personality. Learning my husband's native language made us understand each other on a whole new level. Now Babbel has gifted me my own account and I can't wait to dive in. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you actually start speaking a new language. It's designed by real people for real conversations. And their advanced speech recognition is like having your own personal language coach to help you improve your pronunciation so you can get prepped and confident for real-world conversations. Just 15 hours with Babbel is equal to one university semester. Overall, they have more than 13,000 hours of learning content, and you can browse more than 20,000 courses offered every month. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash yoga. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash yoga, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash yoga. Rules and restrictions may apply. Do you feel uh, educated <laughs> enough? I feel very, very poor educated. No. <laughs> You don't feel poor educated. No, I don't know. I, Have you shared this on the podcast before? How what? Dennis bailed on college? At, at the exams? <laughs> at the exam. Yeah. Typical Aries thing to do, by the way, for any Aries, Aries suns or moons listening. Dennis was at the exam, had a disagreement with his no, teacher. No, not at the exam, right, right before, before the exam. Had a disagreement with his teacher where the teacher said, without will- the exam... You will become nothing in life. Without the diploma, you're nothing. And yeah. Dennis said, well, fuck you. Let me prove you wrong. Bailed on the exam. Didn't get the diploma, even though he had finished school. I Everything <laughs> that didn't have an exam, because you have like six subjects that has an exam and everything else doesn't. I basically graduated everything except for the last exams. <laughs> yeah. But who's the one sitting in the cabin on the lake right now, huh? <laughs> what do you think that teacher is doing? <laughs> Probably living life doesn't even know I exist. <laughs> Look at me now, teach. Yeah, that's Made it. not my proudest moment in life. <laughs> Do you regret that? Well, I don't know. I don't know if I regret it, to be honest. No. I met you right after. <laughs> <laughs> life, life figured it out for you. But that's a typical, typical you thing. I, I know. I don't know. I, I don't know why. Let me prove you wrong by fucking up my own future a little bit, potentially. I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> you'll, like, you'll see. <laughs> they'll see but no i i think that was like a a moment in my life that a lot of things happened that put me in the direction that i am now so i i can't regret it but if leah does something like this i would lose my (laughs) shit i can't even believe that my mom allowed all of this to happen to be honest i don't think it was controllable either but yeah yeah would you have listened to her probably not Mm, i know probably not no but she's very easygoing too. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay, you yeah, you'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah, and you did. There, there. There, there. <laughs> you did figure it out. Yeah, life's okay. But if I uh, if I finished that college, I probably would have been in the Netherlands when we would have met. And we would have never met. Basically. See, oh my God, I'm so grateful you bailed on that exam. I'm so grateful <laughs> for that asshole teacher. Yeah. <laughs> probably Leia would be uh, grateful too and hey Leia you want to record a podcast okay we're just about to wrap up and say bye bye to everybody because it's time for you to have dinner but do you want to say something come do you want to say something about Sweden what you think about Sweden so far you're a little bit shy that's good you can be shy here what would you like to say my darling mm, I would like to say that's that's when best part of Sweden is picking flowers. The best part of Sweden is picking flowers. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, cuddling with you. Cuddling with us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you love cuddling with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Did you like the schools that we saw today? Did you like mm-hmm. the schools that we saw today? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Would you want to stay in Sweden a little while? Mm, yeah. Yeah? Let's see if we do that. Do you want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. What else do you want to say? Um, that, 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 that. Speak a little louder, darling. That, 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 the drawing on a leaf. The drawing on a leaf? You were drawing on a leaf? No, I did not do that before. Oh, you want to go draw on a leaf? Should we do that right now? Okay. Thank you, everyone, for coming to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And thanks, Papa, for joining us on the show. And thanks, Leia. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening today. I really hope by next week I have a life decision made so that we can get excited and talk about that, too. And start planning on... Where Leah's going to go to school. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Deal. Hey, thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome. Hey, thanks for fixing our house. Oh, you're welcome. Hey. No, don't point at the kitchen. <laughs> thanks for cleaning the kitchen. <laughs> I have a therapy session now. So if then you I, and your therapist can clean the kitchen together. <laughs> so if I can do therapy while you clean the kitchen, that would be... Some therapy. say it's therapy work. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, love you lots. Bye. Okay, hey there. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And of course, thanks to my sponsors. Please support them the way they support this podcast. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studio. If you enjoyed this show, please listen, rate, review, and follow all other episodes of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart. Available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you normally get your shows. I'll see you next week. <laughs>